Moncrief on News Talk with the all new Dacia Duster. We've even impressed ourselves with this one. Now, a shop selling food, or of course an essential service, so too are the lorries and ships bringing those goods into our country. De- R- Reverend Dennis Woodward is the chaplain of, to the port of Rotterdam in the Netherlands, the biggest port in Europe where he works uh, uh, as part of the mission to seafarers. Dennis, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Sean. Could you give us some idea of what it's like in the port of Rotterdam at the moment? Are there ships still go- coming in and out? Uh, yes, they are. Very much so, though I think there is uh, there are less ships coming in from China at this particular time. But there are still plenty of ships coming in, uh, Rotterdam, and the normal day has nearly 100 seagoing vessel movements per day. That's somewhat decreased, but still a lot. And would there be ships, though, that are, if you like, stranded there for the time being? Um, no, I don't think there are any stranded ships, though for me as a uh, port chaplain, I work for an organization called the Mission to Seafarers, and so a lot of what I do is I try and visit ships and offer support and help to the crew on board, and getting that access has become increasingly difficult. Uh, is that because of the, the, the physical restrictions there? You can't remain two meters apart from somebody in a ship? Yeah, and actually in the Netherlands, um, somehow weirdly, we have one and a half uh, I find two meters is uh, That's a very clearer. European actually, compromise. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, I'm fully with you. So we have one and a half meters distance. I, I, I try and stay on the two meters distance just to be on the safe side. But you're right, actually, uh, on board ships, uh, two meters distance is really hard to do. Uh, and I have to say at this stage, a change I've seen in the last week, week and a half, is that there are now many ships who would no longer allow you to come on board. They'd rather have it, even if you're a welfare worker, a port chaplain. Um, some ships, not all of them, are not that happy if you come because they're just slightly weary of you as well. Mm, yeah. Uh, so but can you even at least if uh, conduct conversations with people from different ends of the gangplank? Yes, uh, certainly can. And uh, at times I am still able with certain ships to come on board. Uh, Just on Monday, I was able to deliver vital uh, medication to a seafarer who contacted me and via different organizations, I was able to get uh, vital medication to the seafarer. He was ever so grateful and sort of handed this over at a two-meter distance, placing a bag on the the floor, and then he grabbed the bag without any contact, Uh, which also for a, a chaplain, I have to say, feels very... Strange. I love giving handshakes mm. or a hug, but of course, there's none of that at the moment. But uh, these very practical ways of, of selling phone cards on board so that people can talk to their loved ones or providing in key medication or maybe even some toiletries. Those are things that we can just about still do. And uh, and then on board, we just have to keep a distance and make sure there's, there's no contact. I wear disposable gloves, uh, I have lots of hand gel, things like that. And presumably uh, th- these seafarers are worried about their families at home, wherever that might be. Are, are, are they able to get home in uh, as they would normally or uh, to a certain degree have their contracts been extended because of the crisis? Yeah, the latter, unfortunately. And this, this Sean, is becoming uh, a, a, a real problem. Uh, this is now a worldwide problem uh, where there are many seafarers who are long past their contract 
and uh, should have been repatriated back to their home countries by now. Uh, but uh, their companies have asked them to stay on board uh, longer. Um, I'm currently also working uh, along with the ITF, that's the International Transport Workers Federation Union, to get one seafarer off board somewhere who's nearly on ten and a half months he's been on board. He's physically, mentally exhausted. He needs to go home, but no country wants to take him. So, for example, they were sailing in the Mediterranean and... Uh, all the countries surrounding the Mediterranean that they uh, they went ashore, none of the countries wanted uh, to take him. Uh, this is becoming an issue. The, the other side of the coin is, uh, for example, Filipino or Indian seafarers who are sitting at home in their home country and their money is running out and they're keen to work, but they can't be sent out. And so that's becoming another problem at the moment. Because I suppose from... The ship's point of view, from the shipping line's point of view, if you have a ship that's COVID-19 free, you don't want to change anything there. Fully. And so uh, basically, and this is the difficulty because um, the Netherlands, as you might know at the moment, uh, where Rotterdam is based, is not on a full lockdown like some other countries like the UK, Belgium or France, other countries. We're not in a full lockdown. There are severe measures in place. And later on, for example, I need to do some grocery shopping. I have two young kids. I would normally take them with me. I can't do that at the moment. I I respect that. Um, But there are some severe measures in place at the moment. Um, And so, yeah, in in the Netherlands, we still have some movement. I can still reach some ships, not all of them. And so I can understand also from the ship's point of view that the yeah, it would be an absolute nightmare if you have, and there are unfortunately already ships that do have it on board, and then it's so contagious, it's very difficult not for the whole crew to get it. Yeah, and, and on those ships where there's an outbreak, does that mean it's just out of action then? Yeah, uh, that's that's usually the case. Uh, they they either uh, drop the anchor somewhere or they, yeah, of course, request the port where they can where they can dock, though, again, as you might understand, with a full crew that has uh, corona, um, this then becomes an issue in which which country allows them to dock and, and how to go about that. And, um, yeah, I, I, I mean, it's, it's a very challenging situation at the moment. I, of course, I am a, I'm a priest, I'm a poor chaplain, and so my heart um, really goes out to the seafarers. Um, if we can just imagine for a moment... Uh, we might, uh, it might be difficult for me at the moment to do grocery shopping, but I can still do grocery shopping with a relatively full supermarket. Um, people here have also stocked up on toilet rolls and things like that, yes. but I can still do grocery shopping. Mm. Uh, just imagine if those ships stopped coming, what our supermarkets would look like. They'd be empty. Well, of course, uh, and it is essential that, work. But I, I am and in Ireland. We're we're on a lockdown, and lots of people are finding it tough to be to be stuck in their homes. But I, I imagine yeah. the mental health of some of the seafarers you're talking to must be suffering. If you're stuck inside a ship, you had been stuck inside before, and now you don't yeah. know when you're going to be able to get off it. Fully, and this is that's a that's an, a real issue, and I'm so grateful there are. There are different organizations that we can uh, work with. There's another organization called Ice One that has some brilliant resources to help uh, seafarers with mental health issues at the moment. I'm certainly trying to stay in touch um, 
with seafarers via uh, Facebook Messenger, uh, via WhatsApp, uh, checking up on them. How are you? How are things today? Um, and it is a really challenging time because, uh, yeah, it's, it's your place of work, but it's also your place of residence. And for some ratings on board, that might be up to nine months. And so that's being extended past nine months at the moment. Uh, that's a really long time, not just to be on board and to be working and to work, be working shifts at work. It's a long time to be away from your loved ones, especially now. Yeah, indeed. Well, keep up the good work, Dennis. The Reverend Dennis Woodward is chaplain to the port of Rotterdam in the Netherlands as part of the mission to seafarers. Dennis, thank you very much. Sean, thank you so much for your time. God bless. <clears throat> Sorry, a bit hoarse there. Right, we'll take a break. Uh, after that, who owns the moon? Moncrief on News Talk with the all new Dacia Duster. We've even impressed ourselves with this one. <laughs>